Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? So I have a, a question for you and an answer for you. Are you going to a- answer the same question that you tell me? No. Oh. That would defeat the purpose. Am I supposed to be posing you a question? No. I'm just hitting you off the top. Where is this answer coming from then? Because you asked two weeks ago, last week. Oh, okay. You ready? Yep. Yeah, it was last week. Episode... 29. 29. All right. So to answer your yes, to answer your question, um, I have the lower end subscription of Hulu, so I don't get <laughs> the show you want me to watch. Uh, oh, Sinner. Yeah, Sinner. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, the Sinner. Can't watch that. So that's the answer. I have the like four or five dollar a month subscription. Yep. So that's annoying. I have the same one, so you're fine. You can watch it. I can't. I literally searched it, and then it said, due to your subscription, you can't watch this. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Because I have Sling, and Sling is live. Do you only have Sling because Nick Offerman supports it? No, but that sounds really good. I could see where you went with that, and you're pretty close. But no, that's not why I have it. But, wow, my bars are high. Hold on. Um, but so I have sling and sling has it live. And then once the season's done, it goes on Netflix, not Hulu. So it's on Netflix. What in the world? All right, fine. I'll start. I'll search it tonight and see if I can find the first it. two seasons are. Okay. So the Matt Bomer season is not, it's coming out on Netflix once this season is done. And do you watch the blacklist too? Mm-hmm. The blacklist is just starting their next season. I think really, yeah, so that should the old the previous season should be on Netflix now too. Okay, pumped. Yeah, love that show. Yeah, that's a good James show. James Spader's my man. All right, but anyway, let's take a step back, man. Let's introduce today's nope. episode. Nope. Today's episode thirty. Today is episode thirty. But and you- I want the record to show. Mike last week said the only hat I ever wear is Clemson. And then here he comes in with a Cabela sponsored club hat. Yeah, hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, again, if they want a sponsor, please feel free to. That'd be sweet. Uh, also, another shout out for Clemson. Again, I'm wearing orange. If you want to sponsor either our podcast or me as an individual, <laughs> please let me know. Never gets old. Um, so, the question that I have for you. Yep. Have you seen Forensic Files yet? Oh, my God. Yes. Shut up. Yep, I did. I watched it the other night. I was, <laughs> I was, we were going to sleep because we were watch, like on the couch ready to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And I was scrolling through Sling and I saw Forensic Files too. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. 
nice man loved it right loved it yeah now you gotta watch an og good. episode from forensic files was it filmed back in like the 80s where camera quality was not very good like 80s 90s but you know it like it's got the the bars on either side of the screen mm-hmm. because it's it's still like <laughs> widescreen wide or whatever <laughs> yeah it's a riot um yeah, it was yeah. pretty good though right yeah real case uh, I, I can see how you can get hooked to it each episode's only 30 minutes and right. you're just like wow that actually happened it's crazy yeah. stuffing people into suitcases throw them overboard <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Did you expect me to watch an episode? Um, I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> so that was a no. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, that's funny. So we're drinking a very good Kentucky bourbon today. Mm-hmm. Tell them about it. All right. So it's Larceny. Uh, we are drinking the small batch Larceny 92 proof. And it is a non-local bourbon. That is very good. Uh, this is what we already considered on the bourbon talk with Justin Hartman. Once again, that was a good time. Uh, we will be posting that yeah. sometime soon. Uh, so feel free to check that out. But this is an everyday drinker, um, specifically after work, if you had a hard day. Um, so a few things to touch on. This whiskey won double gold in 2019 at the International Consumer Tasting SIP Awards. It also won gold in 2019 at the International Wine and Spirits Comp with a score of 95. Their backstory is fantastic, per usual, uh, with Kentucky Bourbon. They have the roots dating back to 1870 with a man named John E. Fitzgerald. Old Fitzgerald first registered in 1880 um, and then sold to Poppy Van Winkle during Prohibition. And then Poppy moved the production of Old Fitz to his new distillery. From there, Mr. Fitzgerald's had the keys to the barrel house, which I want to touch on something involving keys that will lead into this episode's discussion segment, which I'm excited about. Uh, He would use his keys to taste from the best barrels and eventually became known as the Fitzgerald Barrels. Uh, So a few things for us to note is that the color of this whiskey is like a straight copper. Um, We'll get into the taste of it and the nose of it but i'm very excited for cocktail section and to rate this whiskey mm-hmm. and for our first beep because it's going to be amazing yeah yeah so did you touch on like the whole part of how it happened like the him getting the keys no you you can no you do it you have the notes about how he got the keys of the rick house and started stealing it yeah started tasting for the best barrels yeah, okay yeah i touched on that okay. You were working the for those not watching on YouTube. Derek was working the uh, the sound yeah. to make sure we we're up to speed. I just well, wanted to make sure that you touched on it. That's the sickest part. Yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine working somewhere and then just going in and like stealing a little sippy sip and getting the best of the best and then just being like, yeah, this is mine now. Right, and it's claimed. Yeah, like oh, okay, dude's an OG. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, but that's what I like about this bottle, which we'll get into when we do the whiskey rating, is they embrace the name of that rebellious young man because this is like fully based off of larceny and the logo is the key and it all ties together absolutely we love our good stories it's what our whole podcast is based off of sure do so which leads us into what i wanted to touch on yeah what, what do you mean these keys what, what can you possibly oh, yes yeah, first beep what's yes, up let's go yeah. let's go I'm stealing this. Anyways. Okay. No, yeah, you're fine. It. No. no, it's all you, bro. Meg. What? 
It's short for negative. <laughs> Do you hate me yet? <laughs> okay, so so two things I want to touch on. First and foremost, you're wearing a collared shirt and a plum Under Armour quarter zip pullover. Yeah, we could tell somebody here works on a podcast and the other person should be probably a CEO. And first of all, <laughs> I'm about to get up, walk across this six foot table and whoop you candy ass. Anyways, I'm wearing jogger sweatpants and a Clemson dry fit shirt and a Cabela's hat because I'm having a horrible hair day. You, dude, your hair hasn't grown like a half inch in three months. Yes, it has. No, it hasn't. My hair grows really quick, actually. Oh, yeah. Look at your hair. Dude, it's barely touching no, your ears. No, it is. Like, it's just tucked barely. behind. It's just tucked behind. No, dude, mine's... I literally got it cut, like, a day before all this started happening. I had insider information, <laughs> and I'm like, I need my hair cut soon. I'm so upset at how your hair is where mine was a month ago. Dude, and- yours... Mine is so much longer than yours right now. No way. Are you kidding me? The top? After this, I'm going to wet my hair and no, comb man, it straight down. It right and now. you will see. No. 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 I'm not L- going to bust it. Lick your palm out. and put it up. It's so Take gross. your hat off. Let's see it. No. Why not? Because it's. it's <laughs> it, it was wet after my morning shower, and then I combed it over, and then I sprayed it with hair gel or hairspray. Yeah. I sprayed it with hair gel. You go, there Mike. You go. First one of the episode. <laughs> Every week I say something stupid. So I sprayed it with hairspray and let it sit there, and then that's how I went to work. And then after work, I threw my hat on and wanted to live in shame. Just shame. So right now it still has the hairspray in? Yeah. Yeah, dude, just take it off. Let's see no, it. No, 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 <laughs> Looking like freaking Tiger King over here. Dude, it's terrible. Dude. Terrible. But um, yeah, so I, I got my khakis on. I thought might as well, right? It's a Monday. I got to get the motivation to actually go to real work today. Right. So I got up, made the bed dressed nice and was like let's tackle the day interesting it's not going very well (laughs) (laughs) and now i'm drinking whiskey now we're drinking whiskey so it's going better yeah yeah so thing that i wanted to touch on with the keys yes please i started marathoning the pirates of the caribbean really yeah have you seen all of them like front to back in order i don't know how many are there now well, now there's five. Five? Yeah, dude. I lost track of three. They're all with Johnny Depp? Uh, the ones I've seen so far have him in there. Right? I I think I've seen the first two. And then once they came up with a third, I'm like, I'm done. Really? This is getting repetitive for me. It's kind of it's still interesting. I'm just watching them all. It's a Disney show, right? I mean, Disney, sure. Explains Disney it. made it. Explains but it. But why it's horrible. <laughs> You're making it really easy for me to just get out of my chair right now. Unbelievable. So there's five of them. What is this one called now? The last Parts one? of the Caribbean Sorcerer's Stone or some shit? No, they're not blending Harry Potter. Also, great movies. Haven't seen any of them. We're going to get kicked off of YouTube for that comment, <laughs> let alone losing all of our subscribers. How have you... Seriously? Not even read a book? Nothing? Come on. Okay. Why not? The read a book is the easy part. Never read a book at all. I honestly don't think I've ever read a full book. Speaking of books, did you ever read any book that we got in college that we were forced to buy? Literally just told you I never read any book. (laughs) Yeah, but that's like personal reading. Like we were kind of forced to buy and then look at. Even in high school when we were required to read, I 
uh, what was the spark note and everything? I've never read an actual book ever. You just read like segments that you've needed. I just read spark notes. I never like opened up a book and read it. I think or, you should. I think everybody should do that. We'll see. You just got to find the right book. I was thinking about buying uh, Dan Crenshaw, not a sponsor, but his book because that seemed interesting. And then I also wanted to buy Edward Snowden's book because that seemed interesting. But everything right now will come in 14 months later. I bought this thing, the net for my golf simulator on April 1st. Still hasn't even shipped yet. Dude, I'm pissed. I mean, rightfully so. But how have you never read, like, Hatchet or any required reading when you were in elementary school? Hatchet? Oh, my God. What is Hatchet? It's... (laughs) (laughs) You're, like, frying my brain. It's a kid that basically goes in the woods and, like is forced to live and all he has is a hatchet it's kind of like my side of the mountain i don't even think we were required to read that in school what about of mice and men we were required to read that so you've opened you didn't no. you just use spark notes yeah i can't fathom this right now what there's no benefit so like i have probably have some sort of add because i can't have my attention on one thing at once so I'm always thinking of something. That's why I struggle to read. I, I know how to read. It's just I can't sit down and read a book because then my mind just wanders. I struggle to run because it's the same thing. I just keep thinking of other stuff other than how I should be running. You have to use that to your advantage. What do you mean? Specifically while working out. you got to tweak that so it's like I just mentally drift and don't think about what I'm doing and it's all subconscious. Yeah, and then I'll die. What? Why would you die? It's just cruise control. Yeah, no, because then I'll go into some sort of alternate universe and then drop the weight on my chest. Well, I'm only th- dead. I'm only talking about cardiovascular exercises, not weightlifting. You've got to use fancy words with me. I, I mean, apparently, because you never read a book. <laughs> How do you have a vocabulary if you never read? I mean, I listen to everything. Like, if I had, I don't know why this light's like shining through this window right into my pearly it's eyes. It's because your ancestors are screaming at you from the heavens. No, they're probably like, "Good job, Derek." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, I listen to things like right now. I listen to podcasts literally my whole day, and that's how I get all my knowledge. Me reading about friggin' George and Huck Finn—I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. George, George, and who's that other dude? And the Lenny, Lenny. There you go, George and Lenny. Me reading about them isn't going to do me any good. They're fictional characters. What the hell do I care? What about history? That's where I listen to like stuff. So like, I'll listen or watch History Channel or listen to some podcast. To tell the history. Not read a book. Reading, it won't comprehend with me. So if I just start reading, I'll just get lost in the words. And then I'll start, like, my eyes will be physically reading it. But my mind will be like, oh, I wonder if I can have pizza again tonight. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get that? You can sit down and read and comprehend everything? Yeah, depending on what I'm reading. Oh, no. If I'm bored to death, then no, I can't. But anytime I read nonfiction, any any type of like military or war or history like i'm into it and it holds my attention i can read articles and stuff that are um i don't know like easy not easy reads but short and quick reads yeah. little articles or excerpts yeah excerpts or even like the the summary at the bottom or whatever like that i can read those but like if i was to sit down and read a chapter i would get lost i would have no idea where i am you're so interesting Thanks, man. That was nice of you. <laughs> Still want to whoop your ass. 
it's just it never it never tickled my fancy, you know. I would so much rather hear something because it would get ingrained in my brain more. And if I had to, like, I can type and, like, type a book, write a book. Can't read one. Can't do it. Interesting. I feel like you have to ask me a question now because I drilled you since we started. Yeah. But it's fine. Why are you the way that you are? Yeah. I, I don't know. Every therapist asks me that question, too. <laughs> Jesus. What have you been up to this week since we've been another week in uh, in quarantino? Another week in quarantino. Might go be to, essential. Go to work, come home from work, wash everything that I wore that day. Um, wash my hands as soon as I get in the house. And then make dinner, go to sleep, repeat. Kind of like Groghog Day. Weekends is when it gets interesting. Um, still working on the basement. Painting that takes a lot of paint, mm-hmm. a lot of time, but it's worth it. So it's coming together. Almost done with that. And then we can start working on the finishing touches like wall decor, hanging the TV, running wire, all that stuff. Yeah. Just trying to get it done. Do, um, you, do you have like masks or anything that you've been wearing? At work? Yeah, any anything that you bought off Amazon. I, I see that they're um, – who is it? Was it – Polling cars or something posted a link saying we're trying to combat um, price gouging, oh. where people are selling a ten pack of masks for like eighty bucks. It's like, all right, they're not that expensive. No. Do you have masks, or are you just free, free willing it? Make sure both. Uh, my mother in law uh, makes them, oh, so cool. she's out in Syracuse, so she mailed some to us. Um, so I keep that. Like on me, but I don't wear a mask. No, no, it's tough, man. I one of so Jean is a teacher, Journey's a teacher, and she one of her students' parents makes masks, and they sent us two of them. So we got two of them upstairs, but there we got like some of the comfy ones. If you get somebody that makes a mask, they're very comfy because they aren't the the strings that go around your ears is tight and it's a little bit more forgiving because it's cloth and you can manipulate cloth a little bit more than you can manipulate some of the materials that the actual masks are made out of. Mm -hmm. Granted, they're not as effective, but they are a little bit easier to wear. The company that we actually did to build this table, our buddy Nick and Lisa, um, they also are making a, um, like a mask extension to where it just goes back behind your neck and you can hook the strings back into this uh, little, what is it, a piece of wood? Did you, did they, they texted you, do you want to read it off? Do you got it? I don't, I have it no. on my phone. It's a mess. <laughs> That's why I said it's on my phone. And now we're using my phone to record. Yeah. But essentially, they, um, they're they designing and making masks for as many people as possible. What we'll do is um, we're getting photos from them, and then we can post the photo with the full-on description, um, and then a way to get them if you're interested so it's it's a mandate you got to do it. it is what it is um it you know the the current mandate is when you're in places that you cannot maintain six feet for social distancing wear a mask or a scarf or fabric or something in front of your word hole to prevent the spread um so i you know like I said, I have my mother-in-law's um, on me, and then I'm getting a mask from work tomorrow. How are you? And then I'll have that. But it's it's not designed to be worn 
forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like right. it, if it's dirty, it's supposed to be thrown away, and then you get a new one that's mm-hmm. clean. But due to the shortage, this you know, yeah. welcome to the day in the life of anybody in the military. You're short on equipment, you're short on time, and you're short on money. Make it work. Yeah. So this is it. My coworker actually just. Uh, stated today that she heard that the guy who created the N95 mask retired and now he's coming out of retirement to help them build a sanitation product that will be used to clean these masks so you don't have to throw them out after every single tear you use. Right. So he's going to be helping create this product to be able to clean them and sanitize them. But basically, so Queen City Creative Works, you can go follow them on Instagram. Uh, Nick and Lisa, they're making these straps that go back behind your head. And what it's meant to do is to have the strings attached to the um, piece of wood, the really thin piece of wood or whatever they're making behind your head. Plastic, I think it is. So it's attaching back there. That way it relieves the pressure off the back of your ears, which is what a lot of healthcare professionals and essential workers have been complaining about because their ears are starting to hurt, rightfully so. If you're wearing a mask 13 hours a day, it's going to hurt your ears. Yeah. So this is meant to relieve some of the pressure of, uh, the strings that are pulling on your ears and have it pull on your um, that, that plastic piece in the back and being supported by the back of your neck and the back of your head. Nice, because so, it, it'll distribute the force across right. your entire neck. Exactly, That's rather awesome. than just on the base of your ear. So they're actually giving them away for free. And if anybody wants them, like if you have any any need for them at all, go check them out. Their Instagram is Queen City Creative Works. They're making them. They're trying to help everybody out that is an essential worker. If you need a mask, uh, go grab one of these because you, it'll make a lifetime of difference, and your ears will definitely thank you for that. Yeah. Good deal. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. Good people over there. They do great work. So it's definitely going to be a quality product that's going to last. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at this table. I know. The table's beautiful. Also, we erased the uh, the whiteboard. Took a picture of it beforehand. We'll be posting that soon. But uh, we, we expanded it for six rows now instead of eight. Mike, do you want to tell them why? Yeah, you do. Tell them. Uh, well, <laughs> I had the wonderful idea of creating seasons, not realizing all the logistics behind yeah, that. Summer, winter, fall, and spring. Yeah. So then we're like, well, we'll do a new season every year. So right now we're in season two uh, because we started in 2019. It's now 2020. Obviously, you can all look at a calendar. That's what I made. So from there, I said, why don't we get into like season 2.2, 2.3, 2.4 for every quarter. Uh, goodness. Cheers. Cheers. And as the quarters pass, we can update the board. And then Derek said, yeah, but math. And I said, well, <laughs> what do you mean? What's the math behind it? And then you laid out the wondrous plans of the math behind it, which is what numbers again. Math guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, so basically, if we're doing it every quarter... And there's four quarters in a year, and each quarter will contain about 12 weeks. So we need 12 spots for each board. That way we're not stopping and erasing the full board once we get to line number two at one time. So now we got six, so that means every two boards that we fill up will be changing the season. Make it easier for us. And for the viewers. And for the viewers. Who I notice now with this recording setup cannot see the board. That's why we post photos. That's why I post photos. Yes. But yeah, so hopefully when we post photos too, we made these a little bit bigger. That way you can actually see what we're writing for the initial taste. Mm-hmm. Instead of the very squinting that you have to do just to see anything that we write up there. So hopefully this is a little bit better. 
I'm excited. We're doing it for everybody. What I'm also excited about is what our upcoming projects entail. I was going to point that out. Michael, take it away. So you and I have been discussing ways to spend money because what else would we do? Because Papa Donnie got us our stimulus. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Don said 1200 for everyone. <laughs> so here we are. So instead of investing or saving or, you know, logically using to boost the economy, we're going to boost our own products. Um, just kidding. It's probably not coming out of that because the stimulus check is just literally your text. Mine's already sent. So Right, on a water heater. Yep. It. Um, it's it's in advance on next year's tax return. So if you didn't know, now you know. So if you're expected to get $2,000 next year in your taxes, you're only going to get 800 because 1200 was already sent to you. Um, so that's how that's going to work. If you didn't read the Congress website, that's your, uh, that's your quick brief. Sounds anyways, like a you problem. Sounds like a you problem. Or you could just be like me and always give them no money and then you never get a return and then you owe and then you're miserable. But mm-hmm. anyways, the upcoming projects, what we want to do is we want to create different content viewing pleasures for all, all glorious 119 subscribers. Yes. So... We are looking into getting a different camera setup. We're looking at getting a drone. We're looking at getting licensed with the FAA. We're looking at doing all different types of things that involve videography to then create more content in different avenues, i.e. a golf channel um, where it would probably just be integrated with our own current channel just to keep it easy and then just create more content for you guys. So you can watch my handicap of 305 (laughs) as well as Derek's handicap of two. And then you can enjoy someone killing a bird in a tree and then actually somebody hitting it down the fairway. So I'm pretty, I'm fairly excited for that. Um, as well as different special interviews with videography there. Um, but we're just trying to really grow, artistically to make it better for you guys so it's not the same thing every episode with every business and everything else that we do a lot of these distilleries really took either time to build a place that is beautiful and should be showcased or also inhabited a historic area so they should have their area be showcased in a different way than us just taking a photo of it like take Finger Lakes for example. Finger Lakes Distilling. We did the interview with Brian McKenzie there. His establishment was modeled after the Scottish distilleries, where it's white on black on red, and it is a beautiful, beautiful sight to see, especially with the lakes in the background. Yeah, our phones isn't going to do it justice. If we had a drone there and we could fly it over that lake and look at that distillery, it would give a complete different viewing experience for our listeners. And that's just something that I mean. Are we going to make any money off of it? No. Who cares? It's going to be fun for us to do. Yep. You and I enjoy doing this, so let's just do it for our viewers, too. Yeah. We, we really just want to grow this hobby um, and keep us entertained because, like we said, we both have ADD where reading is not our strong suit. Mm-hmm. So we want to do something that... Reading is not my strong suit at all. Right. So now we're going to read different requirements. You're playing I'm, with that I'm lighting. I'm going blind. There's a rainbow on your I'm face. I'm going blind. I hope this is good for our viewing experience for <laughs> Dude, our listeners. Dude, this is, like, bad. So I'm going to start, like, going under to, like... Like I'm boxing like Bob and Swerve, you know, because this is just going right in my face. And you got the center block. Yeah. So, so it's really like, <laughs> like taste the rainbow, Derek. Here you go. But we're going to just power through it, bro. Sure. I might not be able to see the color blue after this, but that's <laughs> fine. 
But yeah, so with that too, getting new cameras because you and I want to not have to use our phones. Right. And then just additional podcast equipment. Right now we're doing this just because this was our setup for our bourbon talk and I didn't feel like putting the arms back on. But we'll see how this sounds because I actually like my voice better using this pop filter than the other one. Just saying. I don't care what we use. I'm just here to see you hang out. Oh, that was cute. Make some content for the boys. With a six-foot table. Damn right. The Brona. So, I don't know what Journey's opening with her set of keys, but uh, <laughs> I think that's a decent segue to us getting into the cocktail section. Let's do it. Derek, drop that beat. <laughs> what is happening? Cocktails. I'm done. I'm done. I don't know what you're doing. I was not expecting such a deep cocktail intro. Oh my god, are you okay? Oh my god. Alright, Mike, what's your cocktail? My cocktail is called the Inside Job. That was mine. No, it's not. Go for it. Oh, my goodness. So, my cocktail involves two ounces of Larceny whiskey, half ounce of simple syrup, one dash of Angostria bitters, a quarter ounce of Luxord maraschino, and one dash of absinthe. Absinthe? Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh, Rosie? (laughs) Rosie? So, to make the cocktail, you build it in a mixing glass, you stir it, you pour it into an old-fashioned glass, and then you have a lemon wedge as your garnish. Oh, my God. You're a riot. Absinthe? Is that it? (laughs) You're so innocent. I love it. All right. So, mine is called the Wheat Boulevardier, and this is with three-fourths of an ounce of wheat bourbon, three-quarters of an ounce of sweet vermouth. And three quarters of an ounce of Campari, and you garnish it with an orange peel. Mike's still laughing. He can't get over it. <laughs> Dude, that was a riot. Do you know what a current is? Fast moving water. <laughs> oh my god. Reference to last week's episode. If you have not watched it, go back and check it out. Why were you wow. asking me about how many views we get on each video? Is there a reason behind it, or are you just curious? Yeah. Uh, wow. There's another local podcast that my buddy runs with his buddy, and they were asking me about numbers because for some reason they put us in this different tier of like this legit established podcast. Seriously? Yeah. Um, and I, I just it. yeah I just smile. Um, but did they just start theirs? Yeah, yeah. They just started. They're they're catching up. Um, I mean, we're established, we're not successful, but but we're established. Right, yeah. We're just too stubborn to quit, So, which I think they're falling into. But if you haven't checked them out, they're Low Lives Podcast on YouTube. Uh, They're also on Facebook, but... They're falling into it? What's that? Did you just say they're falling into it? They're falling into the stubborn wheel of, I can't just give up. Oh, good, good, Yeah, yeah. I was... So, when we started this, I did some research on, like, if there are any local Buffalo podcasts, and I didn't really find any. No. Which was a good idea for us to jump into this market. If it does take off, it'd be beneficial for us as well as the rest of Buffalo. But when I was doing some research, I found a different podcast based in New York City, and they were running for like 11 episodes, and then I just haven't heard from them again. So they probably got stubborn and quit. No kidding. Yeah. It's sad. I know. You just got to like a fallen through. brother. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really like their content, but I, I enjoyed like their 
their podcast, so you got to support podcasts. Right. But, like, they, they just haven't produced any content now, so I guess they're done. No kidding. I messaged them, like, giving them some advice because it looked like they were struggling. They never responded. It's fine. I only run a successful podcast. I mean, what do I know? Super successful. <laughs> we got pod, We have sponsors lining up. Lining up. We actually do have a sponsor lined up, but we just got to get to the view level first. I know. So help us out, everybody. Share this video. Let everybody know what we're doing here. We're having fun. We have we have a lot of stuff lined up, though, so I'm excited. Yeah. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of interviews. There's a lot of future content that's just waiting to be released. We're waiting for the Rona to pass. Once that passes, we can start knocking out special interviews again. Um, and then with different cameras, different equipment, different drones. I mean, who knows? Yeah. The the potential's out there. We just we're waiting to capitalize on the different opportunities. And like you said, we're too stubborn to quit. So this is just going to keep coming, right? Whether you like it or not. So you might as well share because we're sticking around. <laughs> <laughs> what time are we at? How are we doing? Dude, we're doing great. Thirty three minutes. See, Rona comes in an hour, so we got to get out of here soon. But I know. but what Sad. else is new, man? Anything else going on? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of craziness. Yeah. Um, Have but you been taking Sam for walks? It's been brutal outside. We tr- Yeah. So I try to take him out when I can. Like, today's a good day for it. Yeah. Um, but tomorrow's going to rain. Yesterday was rain. So when it rains, I pretty much just work in the basement, and then I play with him inside. If it's nice out, I take him for a walk. But there's – I found out that there's some weather that he's just not – He's not in the mood for. Really? Yeah. If it's if it's raining hard, he's just like, "Why is this a thing?" He's like, "Just just let me back inside." Yeah. So, I don't want to torture him through a walk did while it's you, pouring out. Did you mow your lawn again? Not yet. Today's a good day for it. What is it? Right diagonal this time? It's left diagonal. No, left diagonal was last time. No. Oh, you're right. So yeah, I right. know I was right. Okay, first of all, so. <laughs> I had to reorient myself. I could either go right diagonal, but I might do vertical. Um, but I'll probably just go. I'll, I'll make the X. Vertical is a rookie move, but you have to do it. You got to throw it in. Every, yeah, you have every, to throw it in there. Yeah, every every fourth cut, you got to yeah. throw it in. Yeah, because you got to get the the grass. You know, it, right. if it grows the same way, you're not going to cut it. Right. So just like shaving. Do you do like left diagonal when you shave? No. And right diagonal. I just go straight rake. <laughs> It just goes straight down and just rake it off my face. Have you ever have you cut yourself recently? Yeah, it's the worst pain in the entire world, and it just stop, like does not stop bleeding. It's a sharp. I use a sharp razor, um, but it, okay. So hashtag not a sponsor. Please sponsor Dollar Shave Club, and so it's time to bring out the sponsors, bro. Right, and they're sharp. I use Manscaped. <laughs> Dude, I would love if they sponsored right? our pod. It'd be sick. We'll tag them in this episode. Yeah, we'll we should. We'll we should. So just start tagging random please. people like <laughs> Hugo Boss is tagged in this photo. It's like, Lord, why? <laughs> I know. It's. it's <laughs> I bought this seventy dollars pocket square. <laughs> you need to sponsor our podcast. But no, the the Dollar Shave Club does have solid razors, as does Harry's. Um, but since it's so sharp, when I cut myself, I don't even realize. And then I just bleed for the next seven hours. So I'm excited to, A, not nick myself, but then, B, focus on taking my time and enjoying the shave because now we got how time. Do you, how do you stop bleeding? So either I let it go or I wipe it, and then when I have a clean surface, then I'll take toilet paper, which is a premium right now, I understand, mm-hmm. take just a, like a little corner piece of it, rip it, and then stick it onto the cut and then let the plasma basically 
bond with the toilet paper so you and then like seal a, it. So you look like a young Grinch just going walking 100%. around. Nice. 100%. I use a straight razor, so I almost killed myself the first time I did it. <laughs> I was literally standing in the bathroom, and I've always wanted to do straight razors because to me it's just... That's like the ultimate man, you know, like, let me bring out my razor and you bring out this butterfly knife and getting ready to shave. And then you're just like going down and it's just like a very meticulous process. But the first time I shaved, I looked at Gina and I'm like, this might be it. I mean, I'm going right by the jugular here. This I'm done, but it's fun. I what, love straight razoring. What do you use for shaving cream? Uh, it's like a gel. So just make, make sure my face is nice and hot and so like the hair follicles stick up more and then you just use just the razor i use the disposable razors though so i'm not leather strapping the blade trying to get it sharper it's just a replaceable one every time i do it oh no kidding yeah. i thought you had like a barbershop straight razor Well, now they don't even do that the, excuse me they have replaceable ones it's a health code now it's a health violation is it really yeah. because you have to be in if any barbers are listening I don't know how many of you 119 are barbers, but if any barbers are listening, there are, um, at least the barbers that I've talked to, they require you to replace them every time just because if you cut somebody and you get blood on them, then you're screwed. I mean, yeah, that makes sense with like HIV and AIDS. Yeah. Now Corona. Yeah. So now they do that, and it's just the same one that I have is what they use. But it's difficult, man. It's hard to straight razor. I wouldn't do that. Like, I would let a pro do you it. you got to really pull your skin. To make sure it's nice and tight. Tight like a toy <laughs> No way. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. And I'd be like, freaking out. I have out. this weird colic down here where right underneath my chin, like above my Adam's apple, this grows down, but the rest of my neck grows up. So when I'm razoring, I have to like switch directions there and not kill myself because if I go up, it'll irritate and I'll just break out. Wow. Hair is so weird. Very weird. Did you ever, were you ever told as a kid, like, if you shave one way, the hair will grow that way? That's not true. Correct. Not true at all. I've been Correct. shaving every different way, and it just all comes back the same way. It's such a pain. I mean, maybe on a microscopic level, it looks yeah. different, but who knows? Also, I've crushed my glass know, compared to you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why are you already done? Oh, my God. Here, have some more, man. Yeah, Put some droplets. Give me the booze. I'm not doing droplets. We gotta rate this bad Mike boy. Mike is sleeping here tonight. Yeah, but six feet apart. You can't be in my same bed. No. Colleen, first of all, <laughs> I practically live here. I might as well just sleep in your bed at that point. Here, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Spit out the booze? Probably. Yeah, that's super quiet for the microphones. Yeah, real. So, razors, Rona. No, comfort food. Colleen is requesting comfort food tonight. Cheat meal of the week. What is comfort food to her? Really greasy, terrible food for you. What is comfort food to you? Really greasy, terrible food for you. <laughs> that's why we're getting married. Dude, that's not comfort food. That's in our regular Friday. <laughs> yeah. I must need a lot of comfort because I'm having wings like five times a week over here. <laughs> that's, so that's what we're getting tonight. We're getting, Dude, uh, I've lost we're getting weight since this thing started. Really? Yeah. I'm doing good. It might have been because I shaved my beard and that was probably like five pounds right there. So now I was just recouping that five pounds. <laughs> I'm a disaster. Are you? I'm a disaster. I'm have a blubbly blob. Have you been doing push-ups or sit-ups or anything Nothing. Like that? No. no. I did a sit-up to get out of bed every morning. <laughs> 
I'm going to squat to put myself up to stand up. 100%. I do a one-leg stand every time I put on pants. It's really sad. Like, I should do something, but I'm just like, it's Groundhog Day. I'm yeah. just not in the mood. I'm really just not in the mood. That's what it comes down to. I'm just not in the mood. So I think I was talking about this on, a, on an episode, or maybe I was telling you personally, but there's this guy that I follow on YouTube. His YouTube channel is Athlean-X, and he trained Antonio Brown, uh, so he's probably not the best example, but the he just posted a video of at-home workouts that you can do to work out every single part of your body. Like, you can do push-ups to, like, get your back, to get part of your back. Like, yep. if you lay on the ground with your back on the ground, and you have your arms out to the side, and you do, like, a reverse push-up, it's getting your back. And this dude is just great when it comes to... Uh, like different workouts that target different body parts and he's shredded out of his face so every time he does a workout you can actually see the muscle working and screaming underneath his 0.05 body fat and he's just a great resource i watched him the other day and i started implementing some of that stuff and like doing a push-up a certain way obviously to get your triceps your pecs your your back your, your shoulders and everything like that it's really informational so if anyone wants to go check it out i mean he gets millions of views each video doesn't need our help but it's, he's a great resource, and I've been watching him for like five years now. Yeah, I've used him for lower back. Oh yeah, specific workouts to alleviate pain. Um, which I don't know if anybody else has this issue. I assume so, but if you've served like I did, or if you've played sports most of your life, you may have lower back problems, and then you need lumbar support when you sleep. Yada yada, all that good stuff. Working out your lower back and your core can alleviate a lot of that pain as will massages and chiropractor visits and things. Once the Rona passes, you can implement those. Um, however, in the meantime, using his videos for lower back exercises, it's incredible the difference that you feel just from really? certain things. Yeah, I mean, it's like strengthening your core will alleviate a lot of pain that you have in your body in general. And that's why there's certain people that, like him, I'm sure if you asked him off camera, off record, like how do you feel about different medicines he'll tell you it's just a body ache and you can literally alleviate that yourself just by doing specific exercises i'll show you and then by eating better and i'll show you and then drinking better and i'll show you Mm -hmm. um just because the science backs it up so i've used him a lot for specific lower back workouts that alleviated a lot of pain and then it in turn increased my pr for deadlift just because i was strengthening my core in different facets Mm -hmm. so for sure check him out it's He, I mean, really, really good content. There's a lot of things that can be alleviated just by either waiting it out or doing some sort of exercise to help yourself. Yep. If you're in pain, one of the, not the first thing that you should be doing is going to the doctor and getting medicine for it. Because one, if it is something minor, you're not building any immunity for it. Uh, if it's some sort of virus or any, maybe this isn't the best time to talk about it because of Rona, but um, if you go get some medicine. There's so many medicines that have insanely worse side effects than what you have. So you might as well just like tough it out for a couple days and see if it goes away. People ask why I don't go to the doctor. I don't go to the doctor like at all because I don't want somebody to like give me medicine that I'm going to just die from because of the side effect. Cause you hear those commercials like here, here's an allergy pill side effect death. It's like, Whoa, I just sneeze a little bit. Who cares? Right. You know? it, it's crazy what that like what medicine can do to you and just working out or stretching a certain way can alleviate some of your pains without going through all that. Now you brought up chiropractors. Do you go to a chiropractor? I do once a month when, you, when I'm allowed, obviously the Rona permitted that, yeah. but yeah. Are there's this common misconception 
well, I don't know if it's a misconception. I'm hoping that you can help me with this. But does going to a chiropractor make it so you have to go again? There's two sides to that train of thought. The first is, yes, the point of medicine is that it fixes the problem and you never have to go back. However, there's the one side of medicine where you do go back, and that's chiropractor. So there's a lot of people, um, not necessarily in the medical field, but there's a lot of people in general that feel like it's the one stem or branch of science and medicine that doesn't work because it makes you go back. Um, the reason why you go back is because you're continuously moving and your body's continuously getting out of whack, Mm -hmm. which is why you go back to get adjusted. And based off of lifestyle choices you make, exercises you do, if you got a car accident, things like that, then you'll have to go back, um, and then get adjusted. For me, I go back to get adjusted for preventative maintenance, not because it's reactive maintenance and when I first went, it was because of a major car accident where I had whiplash, and then I had to get adjusted based off of the injuries that I sustained from the car accident. It was in July 2010. It was a major car accident. Um, I was fine, and it's crazy, too, side thought, because I did not wear a seatbelt. I was the only one in the car without a seatbelt that was uh, positioned in the car, rear passenger, or rear driver in the car. So I was behind the driver's seat. When the whole thing went down and I didn't have a seatbelt, everybody else did. And I think because I did not have a seatbelt, I sustained less injuries, which is crazy. I understand that. I Please wear a seatbelt. But in this one instance, in this one case, I sustained less injuries than most people or the rest of the people. There are three other people in the car. Um, all I did was I literally bear hugged my buddy who was driving the car to the seat. And then at the end of the accident, I ripped the headrest out of the seat. Um, so that was gone. But I was, at the end of the accident, I was literally tense, holding the driver's seat, and then that was the way I was, like, stayed in the car. Um, It was crazy. But anyways, because of that, I had to get, like, my neck and back adjusted. And from there, I just went as a preventative maintenance precautionary thing. And then due to, like, my time in the Army, being dismounted infantry, it was just consistent weight on my hips, on my back, and everything else. My lower back started to get fried. So I would go just to kind of help in different pain mediation and then just to keep myself aligned. And as I exercised and continuously went to the gym on a regular basis, and I'm talking five to six days a week, regular basis, it wasn't just like a quick little half-ass workout. Right. Um, a lot of my pain went away, but on top of exercising, my diet was wait like a total 180 from where it is now like you i mean you could literally see it in the videos where it was like i look kind of bad and then i was just getting like semi bigger some like toner semi bigger semi bigger semi bigger way toner and then now i'm just a blob and i'm like okay this sucks but it's literally so annoying but you could see it and when you see yourself every day you can right you can but you like or i'm sorry i can maybe you can't but it's just like there's there's a literal difference physically and mentally that I notice from where I was a month and a half ago to where I am now. And that's what's frustrating about the Rona for a lot of people. And that's why it's like mental health is really important and everything else. But for chiropractors, um, I've noticed a massive difference specifically in sleep. Like I've slept better. I always sleep like a rock after I get adjusted the day i get adjusted i sleep like a boulder really nothing can wake me up no nothing and then when i wake up the next day i was like wow like okay and then for 
the next two and a half, three weeks, I'd say two and a half, I feel really, really good. And then three to f- six weeks, I'm like, okay, I got to go back. And then it's just preventative maintenance where I, I feel like I'm kind of out of, out of works. Um, but the first time I went to the chiropractor, one leg was longer than the other. My hips were all out of whack. Um, my neck was totally kinked, not correct at all. And then he literally just aligned. He cracked my ears, just simple things that you never even hear of. Yeah. Cra- isn't your ear all cartilage? How do you crack your cartilage? No, there's bones in there. It's crazy. Nah, man. I got none in mine. <laughs> oh, you got no bones? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it. There's bones in there. You can crack them. Dude, if, I don't. If, so he would literally grab my ears, pull up. This is making, like, my whole body twitch. I don't, like, this oh. stuff doesn't bother me. But for some reason, when you start talking about cracking bones and my knees especially, like, if you, if I see a video where someone's knees nailed it, see you later. Uh <laughs> Can you just make sure we're good? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> uh, if I see a video where like someone's knees or their ankles get the worst thing in the entire world is I watched a horror film where they sliced the back of their Achilles tendon and I couldn't feel my feet for like a week. The house of wax? It's so yeah, probably. Yeah. Dude, it's it hurts so bad just to even think about it. But like I don't know where I was going with this. My like those are the parts of my body that are weak. But like they wouldn't crack your ankle. Like, that doesn't make sense. Would they just crack your ankle? I've never got my ankle cracked. I never asked either, though. So how did they make your one leg longer? Did they just pull it like really hard? No, no, no. When I showed up, it was off by like no, a I know. Half like, inch. How did they fix it? Oh yeah, yeah. They I lay down, um, and then as I lay down, he did something where he like pushed up on my ass cheek and then pulled down on my leg, and then it like fixed it. Jesus Christ! But there was so that was the first chiropractor I went to. The second one I went to, I still I'm still with. I'm very loyal when it comes to like. Hair salons and like, and then my car. Like if you if you've the three touched most me, important people in a man's life are his barber, his butcher, and his lover. Hundred <laughs> percent. I don't screw with those stuff, dude. Like I'm telling you. So the the second person that I went to was a woman, and she's amazing. And we've now reached the point where we're like not doctor patient relationship. We're just friends, and I tell her like it is, and then she tells me like it is, and we just laugh the entire time. It's a riot. She's awesome. So what she does is she doesn't necessarily crack you back into, like, form, per se. She'll slide you back into form. So she doesn't, like, jump on my back like a Hungarian. And then I just, like, get all contorted like you would stereotypically think of a chiropractor. She would literally just slide uh, discs back into place. And then there'll be, like, there'll be a crack, but it's not painful by any means. Um, The only thing that per se will like crack is when she'll do a single leg over. So I lay, have you been to a chiropractor ever? No. No. So they have like a specific table that they Mm -hmm. use, which is different from a massage table. I don't Have you ever gotten a massage? No. Jesus, dude. Can I just expand your horizons in a month and like take you around all these places, force you to watch TV shows? Anyways. So a massage table. People listening that don't know me are like, who is this kid? Why doesn't he do anything? I know. They're just a robot. I go to work. I eat pizza. I drink whiskey. I go to sleep. Sounds like a great life, though. It does. It does. So the the massage table is very padded, and then it has like a donut um, shape for a headrest, and the the center of that's open. On a chiropractor table, it'll adjust, rise, lower. It'll do all these crazy contraptions, kind of like a dentist chair. in a sense of like mobility. Mm-hmm. And then as you lay on that, there's like armrests underneath that you can like rest your arms on. Um, 
and then they'll adjust you based off of whatever they have to do with that table. So in the chiropractic office, what I do is I lay on my side after she cracks my lower back and like slides everything back into place. She's like, okay, give me this side up. I'm like, okay. So then I'll roll over into whatever side is opposite of the side that she wants up and then she'll cross my leg. So I'm, I'm literally doing a single leg over on the side of the table and then she'll scooch my hips kind of in and then she'll rest her knee on my knee that's over my body and then literally kind of like l- jump down and then as she presses down it'll adjust my hips and it feels so good it's Dude, amazing you gotta give me the name to this person because i wanted i've wanted to go to the chiropractor for so long but like i just don't want them to put their hands in my neck and be like you're good oh See yeah you later. no so she'll to start every adjustment she'll just kind of like massage your back and then, like, make you relaxed. And then she's like, okay, just kind of breathe in for me. And you're like, okay. And then you breathe in. And then she goes, now breathe out. And then as she bre- as you breathe out, she'll slide you back into place. I've referred a ton of people to her. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. Let me know. Because I've wanted to go to one for, for a very long time now. They're, they're local. They're, like, four minutes from your house. Oh, perfect. Yeah. But anyways, long tangent. Um, Would you ever get, like, have you ever gotten acupuncture? Or cup therapy or whatever? Cup therapy, no. Acupuncture, I've thought about. Uh, My dad is a massage therapist, and he actually used to work with a guy that does acupuncture. I've always been interested in it. Like, I've always wanted to try it. I've just never... I've never gone under the needle, as they say. (laughs) I don't think that's what they're referring to. (laughs) No. No, two totally different industries, but you know what? (laughs) It's the same thing, sticking everywhere. Yep. Have you ever it. seen that show a while ago, A Thousand Ways to Die? Yeah. On MTV or whatever it was? Yeah. That's it the was, stuff that I used to watch instead of like... Forensic Files? Yeah, Forensic Files. It was on Spike TV. Oh, that's what it was, Spike TV. But there's this one, A Thousand Ways to Die, and I don't know why this one has stuck with me for so long, but they stuck him with all these acupuncture needles, and then he started sneezing or something, and then he rolled off the table and landed face down on the floor, and all the needles just went into his body, and he died. So that's where I'm at. So, not going to get acupuncture done. <laughs> oh, my God. That's violent. Yeah. No kidding. There's another one where this guy laughed himself to death, where he literally laughed for, like, 10 hours consecutively, and he never stopped, and his heart just exploded, which is basically how I feel every podcast. <laughs> that or anytime I watch Bill Burr. Yeah, true the point. Yeah. Did you see their most recent podcast? No. I actually made Colleen watch Burr Kreishner... Uh, Tom Segura and Bill Burr cooking. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you watch Bill or um, Burt's new Netflix special? Yes. Yeah. We, we just did the other night, and we watched his older one because I love him. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah, he's a riot. He's a riot. Good times. Good times. Should we rate this? Yeah, dude. Let's go for it. All right. We got the larceny. I pause like there's a commercial break. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> All right. So we got the larceny. Uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is a high, like a weeded bourbon. So what we mean by weeded, and if you tuned into the Hartman's Bourbon Talk, we talked about this. So this is something that next month, if we're still doing it on Zoom, definitely attend because there's a ton of information in there that you can use. It's uh, an amazing, amazing content. But the mash bill for this specific bourbon is 68% corn, which is required for bourbon, more than 51%. 20% wheat, so it's a very high weeded bourbon, and then 12% mal- malted barley. So, label branding. Mike, what do you give it in? 
A plus plus. A plus plus. Same. I like that. Again, just because of the name that it's fully embracing the whole start of this whole distillery where he would just go in with the keys and steal some larceny and then the logo is a key and a keyhole. It's just very consistent. I like that stuff. It gives me closure. It doesn't make my brain hurt. Um, Like I remember Brian Regan skit a while ago where he's like, I knew a guy who was a roofer and his last name was Fiedler. And then he named the roofing company Fiedler's Roofing Company. It's like, dude, you could have named yourself Fiedler on the roof, you know? But, like, he was so stupid it didn't make it Fiedler's Roofing Company. It would have been the same if this person didn't name it something larceny, you know? Like, you had such a colorful story to get to this point, and you're going to completely abandon it? Like, that's not cool. So, I like that. That gives me closure. All right, nose. What are you getting for Nose. Little toffee, little vanilla. Very, 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 very hint of caramel. Maybe that's the toffee though too. I'm also getting a little butterscotch. Okay, I can see that. I like that. Mm, this is good. This is good. It's good. Yeah. Okay. A plus plus. A plus plus. Initial taste. Um, getting like a bread. Fresh yeah, bread. Yeah. Like honestly, if you were to put wheat bread in the toaster oven and put butter on it, that's literally what they taste like. Hundred percent. So bread butter. Wheat bread butter. Yeah. Yeah. Rating. This is so delicious. Uh, a plus. A plus. A plus. No, you know what? A check mark. Throw you a little curveball. I'm okay with that. A check mark. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. Ending notes. Did I tell you that I said that at work? <laughs> no. Let's get through this rating first. Stick around if you want to hear it. Or Dude. tune in Monday if you want to hear it. So bad. I forgot where I was. <laughs> Basically, in short, somebody asked my opinion, I said my opinion, and then they said, oh, I agree, and then I just verbatim started spitting out, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree, and they literally looked at me like I was insane, and I'm like, never mind, all's fine, <laughs> I just walked away. Oh my god. Alright, ending notes, what do you get on the ending note? Guys. <laughs> Wedding note. Or wending note. Wedding? Ending note. I'm getting... And we talked about this during the bourbon talk. I'm getting like a, a wet grass on the ending note. That's what I can feel going down. Wet grass, and I'm also getting caramel. Wet caramel grass. Yes. Rating? It's an A for sure. There's no yeah. doubt. Yeah. A plus plus check mark. Sure. So, right. white grass and then caramel. And, like, whiskey tastes are so weird. Like, the notes that you're picking up, it might not sound appetizing to you. Like, wet grass doesn't seem very appetizing to anybody. But 
but when you taste delicious. it, yeah, you're you're gonna be reminded of the wet grass, but it still goes down so delicious. <sighs> Whiskey's very very interesting. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Clearly, Ooh, this is very good. Rating, drop that countdown. Three, two, one. Ninety-four. 91. Nice. What is it, Mike? Ninety-two point five. There you go. Look at that. We're making a mathematician out of you. Ninety-two point five. I did it. good, Derek. I got it. <laughs> Gold star for you, Michael. <laughs> five more, and I get a wing tonight for dinner. All right. So tell us about this little work mishap. Yeah, so so somebody asked me at work my opinion on a specific topic. I gave it, and then they gave me their rebuttal, and their rebuttal basically changed my mind and made it way easier. Everything made more sense on the project, and I was like, this is just something we have to go with. So then I said, you know what, I, I agree. And they're like, I also agree. And then... It literally prompted me to just start saying, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. <laughs> it was just a very... What was their reaction after that? They Did stared they... at me like I was an Asian really? with five heads. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh, like, are you broken? And I'm like, everything's fine, okay, ta-ta, bye-bye. And I just walked out of their office because I'm like, I can't be here right now. It was like a Wednesday, too. I was so excited. I was just ready to film. Oh, my gosh. It happens a lot, man. That's hilarious. It happens a lot. That is very funny. Yeah, I mean, sometimes old old habits die hard, you know. That's something that we do every episode. <laughs> Whether we want to or not, it just comes up. 100%. All right. Well, Michael, this has been episode 30 of the Buffalo Happy Hour. We had today Larceny Small Bash Weeded Bourbon. And next week, we will be having Four Roses High Rye Bourbon. If you attended the Whiskey Talk with Hartman Sicilian, you'll know that these were the two whiskeys that we did with him. Uh, so next distilling um whiskey talk be sure to attend because it was a fun time i'm stoked go give us a follow on our facebook page that's i can't talk right now i guess that's where all of our content is posted on facebook and instagram at the buffalo happy hour go like us and subscribe to us on youtube remember subscribing is free it's right here all you have to do is press that little subscribe button and then you'll be notified whenever we post because we post every monday wednesday and friday pretty regular too we're getting good at this bro we're very very consistent so we post every monday wednesday and friday at 8 a.m we might be changing that though i kind of want to change it we can do whatever we want monday wednesday and friday at 7 a.m now i don't know we'll figure it out but kind of to that analytics there's still 50 percent of you that aren't subscribed that are listening to our podcast blows my mind blows my mind so please subscribe to our podcast it helps us grow it helps everything grow it helps buffalo get more exposure so please subscribe and that's pretty much it. Michael, anything else to add? That's all I got. This has been episode 30 of the Buffalo Happy Hour, Mike. I'll see you next week. Peace.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.